Welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, where it's not too late to shine. We bring you transformative information for small business owners, entrepreneurial insight, wisdom, and secrets to aid you to be seen, be heard, and get paid, to catapult your life to more impact, success, and freedom. Now, please welcome your host, the platform builder herself, Dr. Renee Sunday. Right now, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, I have a good time and everything I do, okay? But you know what? Personal development is very important. I believe in prayer and meditation, I believe in my affirmations, but you know what? It's a work in profit, okay? <laughs> it is. But I want to stop just real quickly and let you know that uh, we want to say thank you so much for supporting us and the things we do here at the Dr. Renee Sunday Show because you download us over on iTunes, you're over on YouTube, you're on our website, ReneeSunday.com. You're telling us out on social media. We say thank you. Thank you for believing in us. But guess what? We believe in you as well. We do, we do, we do. And the things that you have inside, your dreams, your goals, your passions, somebody needs them right now. So don't worry. You know what I'm saying? Fear is, you know, we know that. False evidence appear real. But let me tell you, when you get by yourself, you got to not listen to the distractions. You cannot listen to the overwhelm. You cannot listen to the frustration. You got to keep going. Dr. Martin Luther King said, look at the first step or the staircase. Don't go way over up the staircase. Do one step at a time, okay? <laughs> That's for somebody right there. You're going to have to get that and do one step at a time. Now, we, as you know, we have a powerhouse with us. We just been fortunate, and I'm truly blessed that we have powerhouse with us <laughs> that actually be able to tell us the, you know, the amazing things that's going on in their life. And we have this amazing evangelist with us. Uh, she's an evangelist. She's a certified life coach. She's a serial entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? You know I just love serial entrepreneurs because, you know, I do a lot of stuff. She's a mentor. She's a mother. She's just a, a mom.com, as the young people say. But she's a member and ordained evangelist at of the City of Glory Ministries in Gainesville, Florida. She's under the leadership of Apostle Jesse Brown and Evangelist Tawana Brown. Amen. When she served as a youth minister. She's also the assistant director for More Sure Word Association. That's also in um, Tennessee, which is, you know, under her church covenant with Apostle Curtis Lake, the third. Let me make sure I say the third. And she actually does a citywide youth revival, which is usually – uh, every third Sunday, that's amazing, amen, in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, she actually have been, you know, she got she has a story. And, you know, I'm going to just tip it because I want she going to tell us about it. You know, she went through a lot of series of obstacles, and then, you know, she answered the call. You know about that, that calling that <laughs> for women empowerment. She quickly found out that the same obstacles for, that she went through that other people need help with that. So she actually has an amazing seminar called Pray, Laugh, and Play. Ooh, I like that. That's a great name. Well, she actually helps amazing. You know, she helps, you know, women, guess what, push them in a deeper into use of women ministry. And she really want to help people that's, you know, that's lost. She really wants you to get to be in your purpose because if you're in your purpose, she can walk amazingly in her purpose. We want to welcome, welcome none other than Evangelist Angelica Williams to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. Are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? Oh, I'm just great. Ooh, it's so 
Angeles. Let's get this started. Let's see. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and, you know, the amazing things that's, you know, going in your life because you are world changing. Oh, my God. Um, So it's so much going on in my life. Sometimes I look and I ask God, like, you know, this this is a lot, you know, to a normal person. But I guess, you know, God equipped us, equip us for the things that he, um, the journey that he takes us on. So I am an evangelist here in um, Gainesville, Florida. I've been an evangelist for four years now, a licensed minister for five years. Um, my my covenant, my apostle and my elect lady are actually my natural parents. So they're my parents. So I'm a pastor's kid. Um, I do youth ministry at my church, but with my own ministry, AW Ministries Global, um, I have women, I do women empowerment, which was one of the things that I did not want to do because during the time when God was pushing me into it, it was like women empowerment was like mean girls that was having brunches. And I was like, I don't want to be labeled at that because I truly wanted to transform lives and be a change agent in the earth. So um, I answered the call for women's empowerment. I um, do Pray Lab Slay, which is an annual women's conference where we do exactly those three things. We pray. We have a prayer breakfast. Uh, we laugh, we have comedians, and we slay. We have a fashion show. Um, unfortunately, due to COVID, we're doing that as a virtual experience, and it's going to be a two-day amazing conference. Um, other than that conference, I am a serial entrepreneur, so I am an image consultant in my company, Style to Go Image Consulting. I have a apparel line and a T-shirt line called Style to Go that I'm actually adding in fashion and clothing. I do um, life coaching with the Glow Academy where I teach people how to um, glow through the process as they grow. I also do business coaching where I teach women how to start and grow their business, which she has about hustle. Um, and then I have I Win Consulting Group, which um, does consulting for churches, um, any people that's doing something positive in the world, um, and I win stands for I walk in newness. And the idea behind that is to renew those that want to walk into the new calling of God. So those are my businesses. Um, I operate in ministry in every last one of them. I'm a marketplace ministry person. Um, I truly believe that ministry is outside of the four walls of the church and everywhere I go. I'm always delivering the good news of Jesus. I'm also a podcast host as well with my, um, podcast called It's Not Crazy, It's Purpose, and we talk about, uh, I talk about how our purpose parallels with the purpose in the Bible. Um, so I would reference spiritual uh, connections in the Bible and bring it to full circles of how we do purpose on today. I also have Motivational Minute. That's a part of my podcast as well. And in October, we will be launching um, CPTV, which is Crazy Purpose TV, as well as the Angelica Williams show on WUBA 88.1, which is a local station here in High Springs that we'll be streaming. So that's a lot. Oh, and I'm an author. So uh, my book is Faith for Volume 2. So it's a lot going on, but... Um, I do it with ease while being a mother of three. I have uh, my oldest is autistic. I have an autistic son. He's 16, um, and he's my oldest, and I have two girls, 13 and 11. They keep me on my toes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I get that sometimes, too. When people say, well, you do, sometimes you have to say, oh, whatever, you forget. But you know what? Like you said, you said a powerful word. You said with ease. Uh, and, and, and people always ask, you know, but you got to, you have a good system. 
and that usually that usually works. And, and God has given you the grace to do it, so it always works out. Uh, I want to circle back and ask you a couple of questions because um, a lot of women, especially women, and men, you know, I love you. We do wear a lot of hats, you know, like what we just uh, finished saying. Uh, and I don't even like to say the word balance. And I know people love to say the word balance, but uh, in your opinion, with so many, you know, hats and talents that God has blessed you with, how do you actually keep it in vain that it's not overwhelming, it's not too stressful, it doesn't affect your family, it doesn't affect, you know, your health, those type of things, and then still be open to God's voice? So I I had to come into the knowledge of when God says he has plans for our life and that what is for us is for us. And that when we run this race, it's not about getting there the fastest, it's about enduring it. Um, and so I literally take those words into my life every day. Um, with my son being autistic, like having a schedule is one of the things that my life has to be based on in order for his life to be normal. And so I learned, like, when my son was four, to be able to balance that. Now, before I get overwhelmed, I have learned to step back, take a walk, take a breath. I have learned to take self-care days. It was times that when I first started, um, like, my background is in marketing and business management from the University of Florida. So when I first started, I was in the entertainment industry. I would be like, oh, no days, no sleep. Thought that was cool, and it really wasn't. It wasn't healthy at all. And I had to come to that knowledge that whatever God has for me, it's going to come to me. But I have to walk this line and, and walk into the grace and grow into the grace that God has given me in order to do what he has placed inside of me. So it really came of accepting and receiving God's grace and accepting what he has for me. And actually when times do get overwhelmed, um, to take a step back and like breathe and calm down, not try to keep finished. Cause if you finish, you're going to finish frazzled. It's um, frazzled. If you try to finish, you're going to be overwhelmed. You might want to quit. If you keep going and you don't take a break, you're going to get burned out. So self-care days have become a great part of my regimen. It has actually become a habit. Um, it wasn't a habit I had before, but I am so big on taking time to myself. Like, I will literally close the door to my room and lock it and tell my kids don't knock on my door. Like, don't do that because I'm having my time to myself. And so setting boundaries was one of the things I had to do, taking a break um, and just you know, scheduling those self-care days so it didn't become overwhelming and I actually enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to. I I actually, um, and I guess because I'm in the medical, uh, you know, the medical field as an anesthesiologist, and the reason I'm saying the title is because we have to manage a lot of things to keep it safe for, for the patient, for surgery and procedures. And I have to learn real quick, I'm telling you real quick of how, to have self-care because it's actually one of the top three of the stressful jobs in, in, in the world. And I and I was like, okay, I can't go through all this training and end up, you know, crazy. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying stress is crazy, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can let it go too far and it, 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 it affects your health and it affects, you know, other things like that. So that's the reason I brought that up. And, and, and you know, as we as ladies, we, we have to really, like you said, do the self-care. So I'm glad as a young lady that you actually appreciated that and, and, and you know, took that, embraced it, because that's the key of knowing, ladies and gentlemen, but then you got to embrace it and then apply it to your life. So I'm mm -hmm. so excited. You're just so amazing. I want to step back a little bit because um, a lot of things you made a reference to is, a, is centered around the youth and women, kind of. Uh, 
because of the youth, um, and you know I don't have kids, but I think I have about 20 God kids, I think. They, they, it grows and grows. <laughs> and I love them so <laughs> dearly. Where, uh, where is your heart now with that? Because there's so much going on in the world right now of them, you know, the millennial millennials, right? Everybody's saying this, that is indifferent about them. But where should we be as the body of Christ in supporting you, of course, because you're, uh, you pastor with them, but also just supporting people, you know, because me personally, I don't have kids, but uh, just supporting the parents, the guardian, the person that's taking care of them. Where, where are we, in your opinion, of how we can, you know, help our babies right now? Or not just right now, but just as really in the future, because if we don't give a great foundation for them, you know, it's going to be hard for them to learn what really needs to go on when they pass that learning phase. Yeah, and I, um, so right now with youth, um, I always say, because I, I work with youth like a good, like youth has always been my, my thing. It's like I speak their language. Um, I think because I look like a kid, they all <laughs> resonate with me too. Um <laughs> But right now I feel like the body of Christ, the amazing thing about this pandemic is that God has almost slowed the world down in order for the church to pay attention to what's going on with the body as a whole. Like I think when people, I think the thing that church has missed is preaching to the holistic man. Yes, we are concerned about your soul, but holistically we need to be concerned about your household and we need to help you with your finance and we need to help you with this and help you with that. And I think like right now as a church, we should be helping the kids like with school. You know, a lot of people are concerned about should they take send their kids to school and not a lot of people want to do e-learning, but they work. This is a perfect opportunity for the churches to open up and do pods. And pauses a small group of kids where some, somebody in the church ain't working or retired, and they can come and watch these kids while they're doing work and help and encourage them and give them the word at the same time. You still can do ministry while those kids are there. And also helping re- alleviate that stress on the parents. Because since this pandemic has happened, a lot of parents are stressed out. And so one of the things that I've been doing and I've been trying to convey to a lot of local pastors here is to try to see who – who are single parents or just parents in general that need that help uh, when it comes down to school or when it comes down to child care? That is the place where the church should be able to step in and say, hey, we can help, or hey, we can help you with this, or we can help you with food, or we can help you with education, because not every parent knows um, just because they're a parent doesn't mean they know how to parent. Um, and it's just that they were in that situation and they were just trying to figure out. And so this is a perfect time for churches to virtually even create atmosphere for parents to um, teach their kids and also for kids to um, watch them as well. Like I have a friend in Atlanta that does um, YouTube videos for children, and you know, we all know kids stay on YouTube. Like they can literally, two-year-olds can find a video they want to watch, and so they're a part of a youth ministry there that they do things on YouTube. So I feel that the church is, is so many avenues that the church can go down, but I really feel with this virtual atmosphere that the church can open up more doors of showing help and support to our parents um, as we travel through this pan- pandemic. They should be speaking to them holistically and making sure that their household is sustainable. Um, a lot of times I think the church has gotten away from that, and it's like us four and no more, like I'm concerned about me and that's it, but it's not. that's not how Christ made it. It should be a holistic approach to helping these um, parents help the children. 
and if the parents, if the children, are, if the parents can't help the children, then it becomes a very stressful situation and all, and there's no focus on God, and God can't be in that household. Um, and then you have an unstable generation because they haven't been introduced to Christ. So even though we have programs for kids, we also have to include the parent as well because once that kid leaves that um program or whatever they got to go back to the household so it should be a holistic approach in order to support this generation yeah i i, I agree with that and, you know because a lot's going on in the home but you know i always say this it does take the it takes the whole village so we actually need to do our part to, to step in um and and help as, as much as we can you know and i commend you for doing that because a lot of people just don't want to, you know, give back in general, and, and, and I'm so glad that you've taken that mantle to, to do that. And, ooh, I just commend you for that. And then also you actually also speak to, to the women as well, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I speak to them as well. We um, So with the women empowerment, it's amazing because the women that I um, I serve, are older than me and younger than me. Like, actually, my assistant is older than me. Like, she's older than me, but, like, she's my biggest cheerleader. Like, you would have thought I was Michelle Obama the way that she um, talks about me to other people. She's so excited, and, and, and I have been an intricate part in her life, and I didn't know that um, until she told me. She said, you know, you've been an intricate part to my life. You really helped me get to where I need to be. And so the thing about women empowerment, the way that God has given it to me to serve women, um, I help them in business. I help them in mindset. I think a lot of times when we go into motherhood and we go into ministry and we go into marketplace, we forget the mindset. And if our minds are not right, and if we don't understand that, you know, because we're heirs and joint heirs with Christ, yes, we will see the beautiful things, but we will also struggle a little bit because Jesus struggled as well. And sometimes if people don't have that person that's giving them a different way to see um, that this situation and this struggle, you, you're going through it because God is building you and God is taking you to your next level, like making it look like this good thing that it is for them. And that's why I speak to women on that level to make sure that they understand that what they're facing, the adversities that are coming their way, is only making them better. I've been to the bottom. Matter of fact, in 2018, I lost everything. My cousin was killed maybe three days later after I lost everything. I'm talking about car, house, apartment, everything. And mm. I was able to still see God in a way that I was almost like Job. You slay, though he slayed me, yet will I trust you. And in that situation, God took me through some things to help me see and be empathetic towards women. Like I've had women that I've served, um, like taking them food and giving them rides that have literally cussed me out, but it was coming from a place of hurt. And God allowed me to be empathetic with them and understand that it was the spirit and it wasn't them as a person. So when it came down to them asking for forgiveness, it was easy for me because I understood where it came from. Um, And so God allows me to operate a little bit different in women's empowerment. Like I feel the burden of a woman or the hurt of a woman or pain, and I will pray for them, even if they do me wrong. Like I learned that from my, my dad. Like my dad is one of the people that people cuss him out, everything. He'll offer them a ride in this day. And I used to always say when I first came into the ministry, oh, no, I would never. Like God would literally have to <laughs> I'm in those positions. I'm in those positions right now where people who I've helped 
and poured my heart into have like walked um like have walked on me like have Are you there? Ladies and gentlemen, seem like we lost connection. She'll be back in a minute. Okay. But the, the powerful story that it, she's saying is you got to, we have to really pray for our for people. We can't just have, you know, say you're doing ministry and you're really not doing ministry. You have to pray for your, you know, the Bible says your enemies, but you have to realize that the spirit that the person has is not what they're really doing right now. So you, she's back with us. Back, welcome, welcome back. I was just explaining to the audience that, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have to realize that the spirit is in people when they do things that they're not, they're not aware, and we have to see the bigger picture that God wants us to show, you know, that, do the God in us, as that song used to say, and not what our flesh want to do. So if you can continue, I was just bringing them up the stuff of what we need to do as the body of Christ. Yeah, I think for women empowerment, it was a lot of things that came to me. Like the scripture says, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, with spiritual wickedness in high places. And we always talk about, and the best way that I can describe this, and, and this is how it has helped me in women empowerment, is that we always say, well, God, I'm just a vessel. Use me. Pour into me. Do what you want to do with me. Well, the enemy will use people the same way how God can use you. And mm-hmm. he'll use them to come against you, to tear you down, to, you know, quote, unquote, stab you in the back and make you feel like you're less than. And But it takes us to say, okay, that's, this is a person. This is a being. This is a vessel. The spirit that's in them, that's operating in them, came at me to try to discourage me or to try to make me be a uh, heart full of unforgiveness or things like that. And I literally had to do that. When people have done these things to me, I said, that's just the spirit. And I have to forgive them because that's not who they normally are. And when people are in a hurting place and they haven't never experienced genuine love or they're broken, it's easy for them to lash out in that way. And if you're not a person who is equipped or or have never dealt with anything like that, it'll feel strange and awkward. Because when I first came into women's empowerment, I cannot tell you how many women that I looked up to and I was grasping hope to had things to say about me. Oh, she do too much. She thinks she all that. She thinks she this. And I'm like, I really don't think I'm none of that. Like, if y'all get to know me, I would give you the shirt off my back. Like, I literally would. Um, but they came back and apologized to me. And I had to be okay with that and forgive because I'm always first partaker in what I do. So for women's empowerment to literally truly be an example, I had to be first partaker in everything, no matter how bad it hurt or how bad it felt. I had understood that it was understand that it was working for my good and it was working for me in the places that God was taking me. Um, and so, with women empowerment, when I speak to women, I try to speak to their brokenness and let them and help them understand where God is taking them to. That their life is um, pers- purposeful. That things are going to happen to them to help build them and to help them realize who God created them to be. We sometimes don't see who God created us to be because we have scales on our eyes spiritually. Um, 
However, it takes us going through trials, tribulations, losing things, friends turning their back on us, people um, talking about us, loved ones not supporting us. It takes us going through those things and those moments of pain to help us realize our lifetime of purpose. Yeah, that's true. You you own it, Lord Jesus. That's powerful. Yeah, we have to do that. We really do. We really, oh Lord, we really do. Because some people they can be sixty five years old and they still, you know, you know, performing and saying things like they they're a child because they haven't matured mm-hmm. in that area. So we just got to be, you know, we really got to stay in. in you know, as the old people say, the the feet of God, the face of God. We really need to do that. Because we cannot go by what we see. We cannot go by how people treat us. We cannot do that. And, and I've learned that in my journey in my life, too. If I stay out the way, because God don't need no kind of help whatsoever, but we call ourselves saying we're doing stuff, and it makes the situation worse. If we just stand back in our secret closet and be still and know, it always takes care of, the, of everything. You're so much yes, of an encourager. I just love you. you just, I know your parents are very proud of you. Of course, God is proud of you as well. But, ooh, you're just powerful. But, you know, I could talk to you all day. <laughs> but but if, if we let us know if we missed anything that we need to address, and then in, after that, please let us know how we can support you in the things that you're doing, and then also how we can support you and, and follow you on social media as well. Um, one thing I want to just leave a lasting thought with people is that Romans 8 and 28 says, all things work for the good of those that love God. It may not look good, it may not feel good, but it's working for your good. I don't care what that situation looks like. I don't care how it feels. It's working for your good. You may not see it now. Five years ago, I did not see how none of the stuff that God was taking me through in ministry was working for me, but now I see some of it, and I'm equipped for it, and that when I take those hits from the enemy, it's like, okay, I already know God has me. Um, If anything, read the book of Job because it will give you such a clear understanding of how God will um, take you through. And really the reason why you go through is because in heaven, God had already made an announcement saying that my child is going to overcome this. And that's what happened with Job. He made an announcement to the enemy that Job will not denounce him. I don't care what you do, what I allow you to do to him. And you got to understand God would allow things to happen just because he knows that you won't leave him. And that's the same thing he did with Job. He made an announcement. So when he takes you through things and when you overcome them because you do have the victory, and when you overcome those, you're making God smile because you're saying, see, I told you my child was not going to turn their back on me, even though I took them through the lowest of low and, and the hardest of hard. They did not turn their back on me. And he will give you double. Isaiah 61 says he'll give us double for our shame. We will go through some shameful times, but you will be rewarded for it. So I don't care how it looks. Just understand it's working for your good and the elevation of your purpose. Um, so you can follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram. Like I have seven Instagram accounts, but the one that has all my accounts um, is Angelica, A-N-G-E-L-I-C-A-A-W, Williams, with an S. Um, that's my Instagram. And you'll see all my other Instagram pages on that one. That's my, like, main one and all my other Instagrams on there. My website is www.awa. AWMinistriesGlobal.com. I almost forgot my website. Um, that's my website. Mm-hmm. You'll see everything about me on there. You'll see my podcast, which is It's Not it's not Crazy, It's Purpose. It's on all 
podcast outlets um, mostly. Um, and Facebook is Angelica Williams, which is my first and last name. Um, that's my business page. My personal page is Angelica A.W. Williams. And, again, if you reach any one of those, you will see all things Angelica at all times. My motivational minute is on my Facebook and my Instagram. Um, I even got a TikTok at my motivational minute. I didn't think I was going to like TikTok, but I like it for my motivational minute. And my um, name on TikTok is Angelica A.W. Williams. So mostly everything is Angelica A.W. Williams. That's powerful. Yeah, we hanging out on TikTok. I just gotta be just gotta get a little more regular with it. That's what I gotta do. You really got to post up there almost three times a day and all or more. <laughs> so Listen. I just gotta get a little more regular. <laughs> oh Lord, and some of that stuff is so funny though. But uh, a lot of people are using it for great monetization strategies. So yeah, so hang in there because a lot of people are watching you know, watching the things that you're doing and 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 you really motivate and helping a lot of people. So so hang in there, my sister. I love you. But first of all, we want to uh, thank you so much for being in your purpose because I'm like, woo, I love it, I love it. I, oof, I love it. But the second of all, t- thank you so much for taking time out your busy schedule to be here on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. I won't. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It has truly been a pleasure. I feel like I'm talking to a friend. That's just how great this is. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. And we'll be in touch and and, and to be able to support you in the things that that you're doing. And, of course, when I come in that area, I will connect with you. Because, you know, one thing that uh, uh, we love to do when we come to to that part of town in Florida, we we love to go eat. Yes, we do. Yes, yes. But thank you so much, sweetheart. Thank you so much. You have a good evening. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was powerful, powerful young lady. You know, please connect with her. Please, 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 okay? She's a powerball. I just love her. I just, ooh, I bet she go in preaching too, God Jesus. <laughs> But Lord have mercy, I, I commend her family, yes, because, ooh, yes, yes. My dad's a deacon, and so I know it's, it's ooh, mom and, your mom and dad in ministry, so I can, it's a great covering, but I can imagine growing up, okay, because I know what my dad and mom did for me. But ladies and gentlemen, I love you. I'm so <laughs> glad that we can bring you this great information because we want to be authentic. We want to have that credibility that you know that you can obtain your purposes in life, Okay. If you want to be yes, a guest ma'am. on our podcast, Dr. Renee Sunday Show podcast, please contact us at ReneeSunday.com, or you can DM us on all the social media platforms. We're hanging out, hanging out everywhere. We're on TikTok, like this young lady said as well. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I want you to know that we do have the magazines. We have a lot of magazines. We have the Good Deeds magazine. Uh, sharing good deeds of that's all around the world, and then also we have the caregivers. If you actually caregiving for someone, or also in regards of giving tips and strategies and resources, and also we have the magazine that's called the People of Georgia, and now we're branching out and doing other states. So we're coming your way, okay? <laughs> that awesome. what we want to do is. Somebody in California may need your services and you in Alabama or New York. 
and we want to connect the people. And so that's what we're doing, okay, because it does take the whole village. So we really are really excited about that. But we really want you to know as well that you have a calling. You do have a reason you are born. You're not a mistake. We have to do three things. I'm not telling you what to do, but please, please consider that we have to believe, we have to trust, and we have to walk it out. And we have to don't stop, get it, get it. And what are we getting? We're giving our purpose, and we're getting our purpose out. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, the platform builder. Thank you so much for joining us on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show podcast. We'll see you next time. I love you. Bye-bye.